Gods from the Far Beyond. This is one of a series of podcasts by Paldon Jenkins, and I live on a farm in the far west of Cornwall in the southwest of Britain. And these podcasts cover my interests as a veteran of the revolution and as a cancer patient and a person who's nearing the end of his life and looking at things in a deeper and wider way. Barrows. It's got a high hill on our farm. It's got a climb up, and I only come here on relatively windless days. It's a bit breezy today. It's a lovely place. This the barrows themselves are not very spectacular, but they're big. They're called platform barrows. There are four of them, and then there are quite a few other smaller ones around. It's what's called a cairn field or a barrow field. On top of a hill with a tremendous view in 360 degrees. You can see every Neolithic site in the area apart from one from this hill, which would indicate that it's probably Neolithic rather than Bronze Age. When I say Neolithic, I mean the 3000s BC and the Bronze Age is the 2000s and the early 1000s BC so there's a thousand years difference between them and this is quite a major site it's it's uh, the center of various very major alignments it's one of the top sites in West Penwith if you judge it by alignments and also by its landscape position but I've come up here to think about and also to celebrate something which has been a major experience for me over the last six to nine months, even a year. Loneliness. It's happening quite a lot now. It's getting to be quite a global kind of phenomenon. It arises largely from the extent of social change and also the fact that everyone is so busy. So there is no time for those people who, for whatever reason, aren't. Which includes people like me. And I've always been quite good at being alone. I've spent a lot of time in the mountains and in lonely places. But I've been feeling lonely recently. It's been accentuated by the breakdown of my relationship five to six months ago. And that really made a big difference for me. So I've been facing up to myself. And uh, being a bit disabled, I, I don't have much of a capacity to run away, go and see friends or go travelling or get stimuli, escape from, from my dilemma. And so I really had to kind of face up to this kind of thing, the feeling of loss of love the feeling of abandonment, which is a pattern for me. I'm having to look at this one. It's a lifelong thing, and I've manifested it yet again. 
even at my age, even in my condition. And it goes back to my mother. And as I said in a recent blog, one of the fascinating things here is that in terms of my actual personal relationship with my mother, we now are at peace and resolved and smiling with each other. She's dead now. And in a way it awaited her passing away so that she could be free of the particular mindset which came in between us during life. She never really understood me. So we've come to peace, but I still have these patterns, childhood patterns, which are to do with her, but they're not just to do with her, they're to do with my experiencing of things when I was young and the way it set up patterns in me. And so I've come up to these barrows to um, enjoy this aloneness while it's here. And I'm feeling in a way I'm bringing it to an end now. My time for living in, in reflection and regret and sadness and emotion is coming to a close. I've given it enough air time. It's not gone, but my perspective is changing and I'm beginning to construct the future now. But it's strange when you're on your own and when you're old and partially disabled. You really do have to get to grips with it. And one of the amazing things that I discovered was, last winter in particular, was how much I lost the plot in this aloneness. There was all this talk during the Covid period about the connection between loneliness and isolation and mental health issues. And I really came to understand that this winter because I really went into a space where I lost my normal perception of things, my grip on things. I lost my sense of proportion. And as a result of that, I made a, an error which really upset my partner. And that, for reasons I don't fully understand, brought the end of our relationship. And I really regret that. But uh, it's the way it has gone. And I have not really had much control over the process now and that's been an interesting experience in its own right being subject to the decisions and judgments of not only my ex-partner but also many people doctors helpers it's very much my experience now it's been an interesting forgiveness process of releasing and of making a decision not to feel a victim not to feel helpless not to get into that rut of feeling as if my life has been determined by someone else, irrevocably. Certainly it has been in the short term, but in the long term, our capacity to de-victimize ourselves and to make the necessary choices to move forward from there, to recreate our lives in a different way, our capacity starts growing as time goes on. And that's a very difficult thing to do sometimes. I still have great sadness over what has happened. And it's certainly a great sense of personal loss, which is not just emotional, but it's also in terms of real circumstances, in terms of the real family care which I was having. It wasn't enormous, but it was important. It was important to me, and I really miss that now. I've also learned something from looking after my own life much more. It's been sometimes a feeling that it's too much because my chemo brain doesn't really help dealing with details and 
multitasking and getting myself through all of the necessary things you have to get through in order to deal with life and bureaucracy and everything, doctors and people and helpers and all sorts. And myself, dealing with myself. But there's something here which is really wonderful, which has been coming through underneath all this. A resolution of something very, very profound about life. Because this isn't about just these circumstances, it's about the way that life has gone and the way that life is, the patterns by which I have lived consciously and unconsciously. And this is important to become more aware of while I'm still alive because I'll have to face it when I die if I don't face it while I'm alive. And this is quite an important thing. And so I'm trying to really get to this one about loneliness. You know, the, the spiritual instructions say, learn to love yourself. Well, it sounds so easy, but actually releasing the ties that bind us, the ties of fear, of guilt, of shame, which bind us to where we are, where we have always been, those are melting away, slowly. And I'm slowly moving forward, bit by bit, releasing little bits every day, going through thought processes and releasing those. The things that should have been, the things that I thought were going to be the case and which now are not, it's passing. Life does move on. I've got to go with that. I've got to let that be and open up to the future and accept the gifts that it brings and give thanks for the gifts that the past brought. And here comes the rescue helicopter of the Coast Guard, making all that noise. You can tell its particular tone. It's coming over here, probably taking a look, wondering what I'm doing here. You don't get many people up here on the barrows. There are some badger diggings, a badger set, which has been established on one of the barrows, though, which the archaeologists won't be very happy about. But I think the badgers are happy, because this is a special place, and it's in this kind of place it helps me lift off the top of my head and the concerns that I've been living by and the issues I've been struggling with. It helps me let go of it, let it blow away in the breeze. And so that's why I'm lying slightly out of the wind on top of Botrea Barrows. And it is wonderful. And I'm so fortunate to be alone. There's always a gift to be had from all this too. What gets taken away creates space for something. And that's what's happened for me. As I've gone through a gradual revival from all that downtime in, in winter, a new vision came forward. of something I need to do while I'm still alive. And also a new openness to new relationships. And uh, stepping forward with the life that I've got left. And it's fascinating visualizing a new life which is only 
perhaps a few years long, because it really puts an accent on time and on what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. And um, one of the benefits is that uh, I hope to be able to share something very special during the forthcoming Magic Circles, which I plan to do, to bring something to you from Betrayer Barrows, from here in the far beyond in West Penwith, to help you in your lives and help connect you up to something which this loneliness has enabled for me because when you're on your own, you're given the space to really work things through. You're undistracted by other people and their things, or less distracted. And it gives the space, therefore, for the conception of something new. And there's always a gift to be had in these things. I've always believed this, and it always turns out to be true, because life is a sort of a self-compensating thing for everything that goes wrong some other things can go right. And a lot of the things we thought were the wrong things can turn out to be the right things and vice versa. And life goes on and we are always contained in the loving hands of the mother and we're always protected by the father. And this is the way that things are. And now I'm happy to be able to say that I'm coming to a a space inside myself of new balance and I'm able to give thanks to my partner and to all other people who've given me in some ways very great difficulty and in some ways a very great gift and I owe that to them and to her and all is forgiven because it all does work out in the end it really does and the process of life just continues and its shapes and forms transform. And it's quite a ride, really, this life business. When you can reach a stage where you can see the benefit that has been given to you by hardship, then there's a stage of releasing that happens there, and you become more able to create your life in a new way and especially with new patterns lessons learned mistakes made insights gained so there's something to be gained from these things and this is why we should not be afraid it all works out in the end something good is available in everything <laughs> You've been listening to a podcast from the far beyond with Paladin Jenkins. If you want to find out more about me, then go to my website at paladin.co.uk. The music was made by a lovely man in Austria called Sun Circle, and it came through Pixabay website. Thanks for being with and listening. There's more to come.